Let's get it. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. Here we go. Yo, we didn't talk about this, but fuck it. Let's get it. This is the chop up. Uh, I. <laughs> chop up. Yeah, I am Damo, the political plug, and I am here with, that's my son, he's here too. Y'all say hey to Huey, by the way. Go ahead. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Toya G, tapping in with you on a Monday night. It's been a long weekend, um, but I'm happy to be in here with y'all. We got some business to talk about, um, but hopefully, you know, we'll have some good time to spend together and kick off y'all's week. What's good? Welcome, welcome. Well, and then we do have a celebrity in the building. I don't, I don't go that far, but listen, education is elevation. It's George Lee, aka Conscious Lee. Don't forget to leave georgeleespeaks.com. Got some free classes coming our way in May. Lock in, tune in with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how it go, and we are here on another Monday to get your week started right. Some good conversation, man. Deal with some of the things that we've been going through, uh, and just to go ahead and get it started. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and start dealing with this now. Uh, we do have some tragedy to discuss here in Snapchat. Go ahead and handle that. What we know is that yesterday, about 10 miles outside of, 10 miles from where Derek Chauvin trial was going on, uh, Dante Wright was shot down by police officers. Uh, we know that uh, police say that he was uh, pulled over for a um, a license plate or, or, or expired registration. He, uh, uh, his mom said something about uh, his 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 uh, air, uh, air freshener kind of being in the windowsill and blocking some information, and that's one of the reasons why he got pulled over. Um, he turned out to have an arrest. He tried to flee. He was shot. This happened in uh, Baltimore. I mean, uh, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. This is what's happening in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Um, just 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 with the current climate of our country and it being so close in proximity to where George Floyd was murdered, uh, what is y'all uh really initial thoughts? Uh, uh my initial is my initial thoughts because I mean, I those are some of the details. I also heard a little bit, a couple more layers to it. First, I uh, to, to add to why he got pulled over, which is why this becomes so exhausting, is it's just another example of recklessness, uh, heinous mischaracterizations of criminality um, and, and just negligent approaches to, to commandeering the law. So let's talk about a couple more facts to just kind of allude to more to what Lee was talking about. First of all, he had apparently his, his, his license plate was expired, which is why he got stopped, right? That triggered the stop. The reason they continue to go ahead and press and search and do a whole lot more as just opposed to just letting it go is because upon stopping him, they saw the air freshener hanging. Now, a lot of people been like, what's the uniqueness with this air freshener? People have them all the time. All the time. What's the big deal? Uniquely in I don't know if it's the state of Minnesota or just that county or in that city. It's illegal to have things hanging air fresheners a little. You know, you put your little ID. I know I work on a campus and so I have my parking pass up there. You know, uh, apartment parking passes. You can't really have anything posted uh, hanging up there. But the thing is, that law is very rarely applied. Right. So then that continued on down to him. Then you see two different, you know, the famous saying, try not to break more than one law at one time. Now you have two. Uh, violation so they looked into his record that's when they find out about a lot of these uh delinquent charges that he has because he has a warrant out for his arrest 
but it's over medial stuff. I think it's like a misdemeanor weed possession charge. It's a missing a court date charge. They sent it was Zoom court. They sent the I think you said before yeah, the show. Zoom court, yeah, court. Zoom court. They sent it to the wrong court. I sent uh, uh, allegedly sent the uh, Zoom link and the court information to the wrong address that is public record, um, allegedly. And then was missing three hundred dollars. I mean, I think the the fines is three three four hundred dollars, right? So when you start to really, it's one thing because, you know, I, I just I, the, a tweet I retweeted earlier, and I will stand by this and live by this because it just so eloquently articulated. Is fleeing the police is not a crime punishable by immediate execution. So people will say, well, he committed crimes. Well, he tried to get away. Well, fine, let him get away. Let him. Go and pursue them if you like, depending on y'all's jurisdictions and y'all. But to shoot to kill, and then of course, this is my favorite part. Of course, the officer who did it thought she was reaching for her taser, her gun, her taser. Actually, had her hand on the gun. Talk about incompetence, right? And so, it's just so many things wrong with this, and I'm tired. You asked how I felt, knowing the facts that I know, tying together what I know about shit. I'm tired. That's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah, and I and I, I definitely echo that sentiment. Um, but what I'm I'm kind of looking forward though, and and, and, and not looking forward in terms of like optimism with anything, but in terms like more so, how this Derek Chauvin trial is going to impact what's happening right now, because ultimately, the the idea behind we talked about this a little bit last week was that. That 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 um that blue wall, that blue veil is crumbling just a little bit, right? Like you see officers willing to take the stand against other officers. That's not something that we've been uh that we've witnessed, especially during the uh the the uh what we would call what the uh, black lives the age of black lives matter. You feel me? Uh and so given as Toya spoke to the gross incompetence. The gross incompetence, talking about not being in a position to make that type of mistake, you feel me? On top of the uh, the, the the more, what is it, responsibility and the more culpability that's being placed on individual officers for making bad decisions, right? I think w- th- this is where this is where the Derek Chauvin dominoes start to fall, because. We knew it was going to be something like that, like this was going to happen again, right? Like we we all know that even though we spectacularize yeah. instances of state sanctioned violence, this is actually very normal. Right? Yeah, very normal. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's so normal so, that again, there's a trial going on for a similar occurrence happening in the city just a few miles away. This occurred. now, a, now a bit more, and that's what makes it so unique, because it's a what Derek Chauvin did was a bit more gratuitous, right? Derek Chauvin would like he 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 went the extra mile to take a man life. This was this and this was an instance of uh, again incompetence. Now, I don't I, I see this being one of the instances where they attempt to distance her from Derek Chauvin, and the reason why I say that is because when it comes to who like mainstream society wants you to understand as the bad guy. They only look to the extremes, right? We all recognize that it is the more uh, nuanced, more normalized aspects of racialized violence that is the most dangerous because we've kind of, inter- not only have we internalized it, like we're numb to it. 
So we, we mm-hmm. like even us talking about the shit, like knowing that there would be another, uh, you know, a, a, a instance of police killing, a, you know what I'm saying, killing black people. Yeah. Say even saying that alone, how easy that was for for me to just say that. Any anybody else that would be terrifying, but because we live with that reality every day, it's one of them instances where, uh, you see, the powers that be, showing Derek Chauvin, as the bad guy. He's the one you don't want to be. We're against him. What he do is completely incorrect. And then making that distinction between this was an accident. Mm-hmm. This was not uh this was not something that was deliberate. Like she she really made, I mean, from the perspective of what's being discussed, she really made a, a mistake, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? And so we uh like like they did with Donald Trump, right? When they was like, that's the racist, him, mm-hmm. right? They're gonna do the same thing with Derek Chauvin and as and, and watching this case develop. And even though we can see instances of like I was saying that that blue wall crumbling. Uh, they gotta have the bad guy. They gotta have the that's who you point the finger to. You know what I'm saying? And Derek Chauvin is gonna be that, and this is gonna be an instance of like, nah, that shit ain't normalized. That shit don't happen. This was just an accident. Hmm. I don't know. I I think when we look at kind of the direction <coughs> of the conversations, I think what you're talking about this blue rock, blue wall crumbling. I look at Jada's comment and. I think they're right, right? Is this is the blue rock crum- wall crumbling or are they willing to sacrifice one offer to preserve the institution? And I think that's where we are, right? I think this logically plays into, and this is why I'm not moved by this being a significant rift or change in the way that the system functions is because I think you reorient, you recalibrate for new situations and new operating environments, right? Now that your feet are being held to the fire, you are gonna have to be more sacrificial about it because you saw they turned up as much as they possibly could last night in Minnesota. I love people in Minneapolis because they they ready for go time, right? I remember thinking and talking about when George Floyd popped up, our ignorance, this allows for us to understand just how many black people was up there, not to mention the largest population of Muslims in this country, right? So it's all types of just uh, black folk walking around that thing. And also, and and also, one of the more heavily segregated communities in America. Exactly right, and so the, I mean, I don't know if y'all saw the pictures, but the National Guard and the police was out there, and they they ready because it's they know it's go time. I say all that to say they, it's understood in this country that it's go time, and so without black black folks is tired. So I say all that to say they're gonna sacrifice. They're gonna cut a couple people loose. They're gonna, especially if you do something foolish like this. Like I heard, I didn't get to watch the uh, the the interview with the police chief, but he already sounded like just we messed we messed this one up. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no defense, there's no attempt to try to explain it or to wait for later details or to do whatever. He's just like that was bad. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely see the sacrificial approach to this shit for real. What was you about to say, Lee? I, I see that. I seen that. Um... I forgot about I forgot about to say, but I know I know I know I know I know now that I'm thinking it's about it or whatever, but just the hypocrisy of thinking about he didn't he didn't conform to the law, he should have stopped this, that, and the other, and then thinking of how he don't get to live to see his court date, but thinking about all the people that on I'm saying uh, January 6th that stormed the state capitol that obviously broke the law, that obviously wasn't conforming to the law, that live to see their court date, that's getting you feel me a whole bunch of privileges while they go wait to see their court date. And to see that he didn't get to see his score day on something that's very well, way less severe in terms of the well, law. Well, to add a little bit of nuance to that though, is like 
actually a lot of the arguments that the that in, in, and we can move on after I say this, it's it's not that important. But in terms of the people from the uh the insurrection, a lot of those people are actually arguing that the circumstances that they are having to deal with seem extreme given what it is that they were convicted of doing, right? Or not convicted, but accused of doing. And so here you see people who really stormed the government, right? Like literally on some revolution type shit with stun guns and, and uh, uh, plastic cuffs. And they're arguing that they're being treated too harshly because they're, because they're being told that they have to stay in jail. While we sit here and again, have to hear people make excuses for why it was okay to shoot a person on accident. Like, is the fact that they would go to the, the fact that like you, the police are saying it was an accident. It wasn't, he scared us. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? We did the wrong thing, but people are still willing to say, well, ah, he had a warrant. Accidents. Yeah. So accidents, man. Accidents, man. I think just wrapping this out. Yeah. We know that when it comes to Dante, Wright And the countless other different black people that, regardless of what the constitution says in terms of you know unfair punishment cruel cruel unusual punishment you know what i'm saying for you know unjust crimes supposed to be unconstitutional but we see time after time again that this is kind of the positions that black people are putting in, in america and i feel like if you think globally and act locally you'll see that globally that a lot of black people you know what i'm saying are also being you know kind of exterminated and or locked up for the same exact things a little with nothing sometimes anything so you know tip light out there and just recognize too i see uh, i see somebody uh comment about them not wanting to let their uh uh their kids go somewhere without them because they got sons or whatever i feel like well i know me and toya and, and damo what we know about afro pessimism is you got to be able to find you a little bit of social life and social death and i feel like because the world is anti-black because the world is racist because the world is structured with some white supremacist shit, i feel like you know what i'm saying you can't allow for that to kind of rob you of your quality of life in ways where you start to really really i feel like internalize it you feel me so i feel like you know tip like keep it groovy like an austin power movie and just remember you feel me you black regardless of you in the house or not and that's on atiana jefferson in botham Beijing. facts me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. 